Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 287 for Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing? You guys having the best day of your life? Probably not, but are you having a good day? That's the real question. Are you having a good day? I am having a good day because I haven't done nothing yet, and it's 1.41 in the afternoon. It's also a day late (laughs) for the podcast, so I'm doing what I can to catch up, guys. Um, if you've never heard the one man podcast before and somehow you've stumbled upon this episode as the very first one to listen, I am Josh Williams. I am a stand-up comedian, um, uh, a random task personality, a earthling. And this podcast is me telling you what's going on with my life, um, personally, professionally, everything in between things I want to talk about, you know, just what's up with me. Um, I will be telling you guys all sorts of different things. Thanks for, for listening. Um, this week, I'll be telling you about uh, some shopping, uh, hung out with some friends, uh, went to my nephew's birthday party, what I've been watching and uh, what I've been up to. Really not a whole hell of a lot this week, guys. i got to be honest with you. I am going to be stretching to try to fill the hour, um, which is tough because, you know, I love you guys and I want to talk to you, but there's just not a whole lot to talk about myself. Um least nothing that I think you guys would find particularly interesting. Um, you know, I played for some, for some video games and, uh, and watched some stuff. I've been chatting one big thing this week, uh, late, late in the week. Um, my, uh, my good buddy, Ryan McGlunnub is in town. Um, and he's a comic, uh, McGlunnub, McGlunnub. Um, sorry, I'm just writing his name down. Um, I'm hoping Ryan, here's the thing I'm recording Thursday. Um, I'm hoping Ryan will do like an interview episode with me. I was going to call him up here and ask him if he wanted to, uh, to do this, but I think he's going out to, to lunch with, uh, with Jay and Colin, uh, you know, some dudes and, um, but I'm hoping Ryan will record an episode, uh, uh an interview episode, and that'll be my first comic, uh, recorded episode, um, you know, in a long time. And the reason that's a big deal is because I've done like other interview episodes with some people. I just got to address this because I, I would imagine that none of those people will just out of nowhere listen to this. Um, uh, sorry, my mouth's doing a lot of clicking and clacking. Let me pull the mic back a little bit here. Maybe I'm just a little too close to myself. Um, here's the issue I'm having. Uh, and I'm, I'm having a hard time saying it because I have been fortunate enough to talk to some people, loved it. But uh, here's here's where I'm at, gang. Um, I have a partner who I absolutely adore. We haven't really worked on anything in a while. Um, pandemic was tough and everything like that. But my partner, my friend, um, was like sending me some books 
I'd get to, to, you know, read them, which at some points felt like, you know, with, with the, um, the, the book production stuff, there's like a small window when a book comes out, there's about really about three months to sort of promo it hard. And then you move on to the next. It's just how publishing stuff works. Um, I learned that from him. I never would have known it myself uh, in advance, but, um, the issue is that like, I'm not much of a reader. I like reading. I really do. Um, but sometimes it takes me a long time to get through something. You know what I mean? Uh, daydreaming and shit like that. It's hard for me to just go, okay, let's retire to my study where I will continue to read. I, I don't do that. I, I read in bed cause it's the most comfortable. And then I pass out. And then, you know, six weeks later I might go back to what it was. And I was like, what was, what did I read again? Oh yeah. I read it four pages and fell asleep. Well, I managed to start over again, four pages of sleep again. Anyways, the whole point is that, um, with my friend kindly offering me, you know, uh, the reading material and then saying like, Hey, if you want to do an interview with the, the author, that's definitely an option. Um, I had, um, I guess it was, it was one of those things where it was like, it felt more of like a deadline. So I have to like read these books really quickly. Um, I can't say I didn't enjoy them, but I just didn't enjoy the pressure of having to read a book. It felt like homework, which was one of the reasons I didn't do it when I was in high school. Um, but, um, and then these interviews, um, you know, like my interview episodes are like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour long. And a lot of these people, like, I got to tell you some of them very successful entrepreneurs and stuff, but, um, like you get a time slot with them and like, that's it. So when we, when I'd call them up or whatever, I'd have issues getting, you know, the connection, right? Like there was a whole interview that I never posted because we spent 30 minutes of the interview trying to connect because they were using the pizza pizza Wi-Fi from downstairs. So their office had no internet of its own. They were using the Wi-Fi from downstairs for an interview that was going to be broadcast to promote their product. Like it just seemed so incredibly unprepared. And I'm going to quote my buddy, Paul Verzi. Um, cause I know I'm guilty of this myself, but, um, Verzi said it, uh, succinctly. I know it's not his quote, but it's, uh, Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. And the fact that these people are like, I got an interview today and I don't even know if this internet's going to be good enough to record something, you know, to have a solid connection. Um, that interview was, was awful. Um, what time we had left was forced. They still had a hard stop at the end of the hour. And I just was not happy with what, what the conversation was and how it went. Um, nothing against that person. I still would love to have had a good conversation with them, but um, over the course of the pandemic, I wasn't chatting with comics. I was chatting with authors. Um, Crystal had recorded an interview with someone and it was, uh, it's tough. It's tough because it was one of the most boring human interactions I've ever seen in my life. It was like straight up. The guy had yes or no answers. He wasn't talkative at all. He, you know, would like, she would ask him a question. What was his position? No, honestly, I don't know. Like, it was like, why did this guy want an interview if he had nothing to talk about? And she read his book. Um, she said the book was quite good and she was looking forward to asking some questions. And, and she had spent so much time, you know, uh, like reading the book, preparing interview questions because Crystal hasn't really done, you know, uh, podcast, uh, interviews before. Um, and I had neither. I'm, I'm the kind of person who's not afraid to talk. I was just like, oh, I really want to make sure I don't mess anything up. And she had taken it so seriously. She worked so hard to prepare everything. And then this guy's like, yes or no answers. Um, and again, it's another one that we just haven't posted. And I'm honestly not in any particular hurry to do it because it was just so bad. So the reason I'm excited to talk to a comic again is because not only, you know, are they funny, but they're willing to talk. They're willing to share stories. They know how to tell a story. And it's just, it's been a rough pandemic where there's been no real bonus episodes. And the ones that I have had for you guys have just been 
stuff that I'm not, I'm not happy with. I've met nice people. I'm, this is nothing against them as a person, but this is supposed to be entertainment. And I got to tell you, um, just the way you guys used to love the interviews with comics, the way I'd love asking questions and telling stories, I would find that what they told me was compelling. It got me excited to ask more questions. It's just, excuse me. God damn it. Um, I, every time I'm fine, I'm having a good afternoon. As soon as I start talking consistently on the podcast, I'll start getting hiccups, burps. I've had to pause the recorder like three times so far in the seven minutes I've been talking to rip huge ass. I don't know what's going on with me. I have some theories. Uh, I'll share with you in a little bit, but, uh, I, I, uh, I just, I'm, I hope I can get Ryan to sit down with me maybe this afternoon. He leaves tomorrow morning. Uh, but I'm hoping maybe this afternoon when I'm done a training video, video training, uh, meeting and, uh, and he's back from lunch, maybe I can get Ryan to sit down and shoot the proverbial shit with me and, uh, we'll have some laughs and stuff. Cause it'll be great to tell you the story of Ryan. Ryan is super funny. Ryan fucking kills me. Um, so it'd be good to have him on. Hope that's fingers crossed. That's what I'm hoping to have for you guys. So, uh, Friday morning, if there's a, an episode, uh, a bonus episode of Ryan McLennan with you guys. Uh, Hey, Hey, enjoy. Uh, if not, I apologize. Couldn't make it happen this time, but I will, I will get an episode with Ryan out there for you guys. Uh, uh, at some point, uh, it's something I've been looking forward to doing for quite some time. Um, that being said, what can I tell you guys? I am still kind of doing that diet. When I say kind of, it means that I, I am cheating, but I'm cheating keto. Um, one of the reasons that I think, uh, oh, I can't tell you this is for next week's episode, right? I'm already a day late. This is literally in next week's territory. I'll tell you about it next time. I'll tell you why today I am having stomach issues. Um, but I, with my, with my, um, cautious cheating, I'm still down to 278 pounds, uh, starting weight 321, which means a total loss of 43 pounds so far since September 7th when I started this. So technically less than two months in, um, and I'm, and I'm, you know, 40, 42 pounds. So if I can lose 20 pounds a month, I'm a happy, uh, happy motherfucker. Um, I got the thing at three o'clock. I'm also going to try to pick up my OptiFast and they close at three. Let's, let's see if I can do it. Probably not. Um, what else? I, I, guys, I'm really gonna have a hard time stretching this one out. Uh, I really, I really, really am. It's not that I don't love you guys. It's just that there's really not a whole lot to, uh, to say. Um, I'll talk about it a little, I guess I got like a good 20, 30 minutes and who knows, sometimes I get going and I figure out a story and, uh, and then that, that gets me going. Um, I finished my, my skip the dishes routes for Ottawa. That was one of the things I did this week. I just spent a day, uh, a couple days driving around, getting that done. Not super exciting and I won't waste much time about it, but I can just tell you, I filled two days of my life, uh, driving around, getting some stuff done as well as working on a high sense, uh, TV installation thing, which I like. Um, so I am busy doing work. Um, I've also, uh, what else we got here? I've been watching a lot of, well, here, while I'm on the vein of the, the eating stuff, why don't I tell you guys that, um, I ordered this thing. I'm like, I am so super hungry, even though I'm having like little cheats. Um, and I'll tell you about them as the, as the thing goes on. Uh, cause I've got two uh, events that I did and I'll tell you the exact cheats, but whole idea is I'm doing something called OptiFast. I'm going to save you the trouble of asking. Cause I will get into that later too. I'm doing a thing called OptiFast. It is the same program that people who are doing gastric bypass go through, except I'm not doing the surgery. I'm just losing the weight from the shakes. These are prescription milkshakes. You cannot just go into a store and buy them. 
Um, so to, to give you, uh, I'm sure I've said it before, but I'm going to give you the solid breakdown because I don't actually think I did an episode when I came out. So what I'm doing is a program called the Ontario Bariatric Network. It is through the Ottawa Hospital. Um, I have meetings every single Tuesday at 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. where we meet with nutritionists, kinesiologists, uh, psychologists, all sorts of stuff. Okay. I got to be honest, so far I'm not learning a lot from the actual meetings. Um, yeah. Oh, here we go. Maybe here's where the tangent comes in to fill the time. So the program is for people who are obese. I still think I'm the fattest person in the program is looking at these people on zoom. Like I don't see a whole lot of people who are huge. Then again, like 60, 70% of the people have their cameras off and it's just a name, but the people I see look like, you know, they're not thin, but they're, they're not, you know, giant fat wobbling weebles. Um, the whole point is that when you sit like the, the idea with this group is you do three months, 12 weeks straight of this opti fast where all day, every day you do nothing but drink these shakes. You've got, well, not all day, but that for the entire course of the day, the only thing that you're supposed to consume are these shakes. You're allowed to have like clear liquids, like water, not vodka. Whoever's like, Oh, vodka and rum are clear. No, they're not. They are by look, but they're not that there's, there's a caloric intake from the alcohol in them. Um, a lot of people are, I'm surprised how many people think that, that vodka is zero calories. That's hilarious to me. Um, but, uh, the whole idea is that you're doing four shakes a day. They are, uh, they're prescription, but they are not covered. So this whole program, 12 weeks cost me $900. So just, I'm about 300 bucks a month. You'd think, oh, well, there goes your grocery bill. Eh, it's still $300 a month in these, these shakes. So, um, I, uh, three or sorry, four shakes a day. They, they, each shake is 225 calories and it gives you all the nutrients that you need. And for anyone who's like, Oh my God, you're, you're surviving off 900 calories. Yeah. As soon as I tell people that's not sustainable, that's not healthy. It's like, I'm, I'm literally taking shakes that are like nutritionally designed to give me everything I need. And then my body is burning the rest of the, its necessity in fat, which is why I'm losing weight. I do 900 calories in shakes and then it's not for a while. When I was cheating, I would cheat with like a couple hard boiled eggs. Now it's gotten to the point where like, I'll get a fast food burger. I'll order it with no bun, no ketchup. Like I'll make sure it's keto, but the calories can still be like 400 on it. So there's days where I'm right up to my, my regular daily caloric intake. Um, but I haven't brought my body out of ketosis or anything like that. I've been, I've been careful. So I've, I've cheated, but I've, I'm still losing weight and I'm still happy with the results. I'm, I literally woke up November 1st and was like, I'm going to be disciplined this month and I'm going to do just the four shakes. And I've already fucking blown it big time. Um, but, but I am still losing weight. I am still very, very happy. Um, I'd like to be able to, next time I go to Vegas, jump off the stratosphere, which was, uh, you know, a 275 pound max. Um, it wasn't like the helicopter and stuff in Vegas where it was like, you know, if you weigh more than 300 pounds, you have to buy an extra seat. It was, it's like straight up like, yeah, if you're too heavy, you're too heavy. You don't get on a period. That's it. So, um, really the issue, uh, the thing is. I, I try to explain that people when I go somewhere and there's like, there's food put out or whatever. It's like, I can't guys, I can't really eat right now. Like, oh, why not? What's wrong? And then it's like, okay, I have to explain it. And they're like, oh, that's not healthy. That's not sustainable. It's like, that's ah, through the hospital. It's monitored by doctors, yada, yada, yada. Um, the thing that's frustrating about these meetings is, um, and, and it's incredibly frustrating because, um, I'm not st stupid. I, I am like, I'm dumb. I'm an idiot. I'm, I'm definitely spacey at times, but I'm not stupid. Um, the amount of people who will tell you when you're overweight, like, Hey, instead of having a burger, like, why don't you just have like a salad? Like, you know, a salad's going to be better for you than I, can, anyone who's listening, if I could just tell you this, you're not the smart one in that conversation. If you think that people who are overweight, 
don't know that a salad is better than a burger. Okay. Um, it's not because they don't know the difference. I, I, I'm, I know your heart's in the right place because you care and you're like, Hey, let me offer you a solution. But I, I just, I wish you knew how incredibly stupid you sound offering that piece of advice to somebody. Hey, like, you know, like pop and chips, like, just like, just don't eat those have like, like a salad instead. You're welcome. I, I think that you're 40 years old and you didn't know that, you, you know, I'm, you're, I'm so glad that finally in your life, someone was able to relay that message to you. That's not why people who are obese are, are not eating salads. It's because it doesn't taste good. They're eating for the dopamine kick, the reward chemical. It's a drug and they're escaping something in their life, a sadness, whatever, right? A bitch gets broken up with, she eats ice cream with her friends to cry. It's because of the dopamine. I feel better when I'm eating the ice cream. I'm actually listening to some of these people in the group going like, well, like food, like I had all these problems, but like food never rejected me. It's like lots of things in your life didn't reject you. Doing the laundry didn't reject you. Okay. You didn't do laundry because it wasn't rejecting you. Right. You know, it's, it's, you're eating because you, you literally get a reward chemical in your brain when you eat. It's called dopamine and it's released when you eat. Okay. Um, that same chemical is released when you like go for a run or whatever. But again, a lot of people like, I'm not motivated to do that. I'll order pizza and sit down. My ass was like that. I was more motivated, get bored. There's a task I didn't want to do. I'd feel overwhelmed and have something to eat. Why reward chemical. That's why people are fat. Okay. There, I promise you there's, there's more billionaires in North America than there are people who don't know that a salad is better for you than a burger. Okay. And I'm not trying to attack you people. I'm saying, stop for a second. When you talk to somebody that you care about, your message isn't, I'm telling you right now, their me your message is not like, Hey, you should eat better because you don't know like that. That's not the message that we're receiving. They're hearing you are literally making them feel like you think they're stupid. It's, it is condescending to no end to tell somebody who's overweight that a salad is better than a burger. If you really think that that's why they're overweight, because they don't know that, I, I just, it is, I, I've heard that so many times in my life and it's just like, I, I want to choke you when you say that, you know what I mean? You don't know that your brain gives a reward chemical and some people turn to alcohol to escape their problems or they turn to drugs or they turn to shopping or they turn to all sorts of other things, having multiple kids to give their life purpose. Okay. There's a lot of things people do to avoid their shit. I happen to be my drug of choice clearly was eating. Okay. And I appreciate the fact that you care about me. I really do. But when somebody says that it doesn't come across as I care about you, it comes across as I care about you, but I also think you're too stupid to know what you should be eating. Okay. So it's just how much time did I burn with that. Oh, we're at 17 minutes now. I had 10 minutes yelling at you guys. Anyways, the, the whole point is that. These, these meetings seem to be along the lines of that, of the whole, Hey, like, um, you know, like walking, like some of these people, they, they straight up said like, Hey, so after the point of this program is like, when we're done, you know, you might have set some goals. Like some of you might be like, Oh, I want to be able to put my socks on again by myself. Or I want to be able to like go for a walk around the block. And I'm like, fuck, I can do those things. I can go for a walk around the block. Easy peasy. No issue. Some people, it's like, my goal is to be able to walk around the block. That's crazy. And again, I didn't see anyone in these videos, these video meetings that looked like that would be an issue for them, nor did I ever hear anyone share that. I'm not gonna, I would never share anyone's personal stories or names or anything, but just as a whole, as my experience in this group, 
never had that, but I'm listening to that. Like, that's not me. And I, if, if that's where you're about to talk, I'm not going to be able to relate to any of this stuff, but they do stuff like, you know, walking for 30 minutes a day, three times a week. I'm like, already do that. I was, I was driving truck and building big things and working physically. Like I, I know how to move and exercise again. I don't not do it because I don't know how, or I'm incapable. I don't want to. That's the thing. I would rather sit and play video games, watch something, do some work, graphic design, whatever it is. I would rather sit and do than move and do, um, or move and not do. That's something that drives me crazy. Wow. Fuck. I'm fired up. Um, th- to go for a jog, I get that there's like some healthy, I always look at people who are like jogging and going to the gym. It's just like, oh, they're investing in themselves. They're literally like, I'm going to take time out of my day just for my body. And I go, I guess I don't love myself enough or I don't value myself enough to do that. But it's just always like, so just like with no regard, like I'll do physical activity to get paid, right? I'll go for a walk to pick something up or, or to honestly spend time with my girlfriend. I'll go for a walk with her. Easy peasy. We walked all around Vegas and I wanted to, I came home. Like I loved walking like all day, every day. I loved that experience. Now there was also tons of stimulus and shit to enjoy, but like walking on my block, I, I know what this block looks like. There's nothing. I would love to, I would love to go for like the nature walks. Problem is the bugs, right? I hate that. I'm always like, yeah, you get there and you're like, oh, for fuck's sakes, like immediately regretting the whole thing because there's fucking bugs everywhere. Hate that. Oh, time to pause. And we're back. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll do it with the stimulus. I'll, I'll walk a, an area just to connect with the lady. You know what I mean? Just chat with her. I, I fucking adore her. Um, I would, I would happily spend my time just walking around chatting with her. Um, seriously, absolutely, absolutely seriously. So, uh, absolutely, seriously, you guys, um, I, uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I see people who are just like, just jogging. Like, that's it. Like, and first thing in the morning, holy fuck, wake up. I guess they've got it right. Right. Like truly, I know that there is serious value in waking up and, and, and devoting something to yourself first, wake up, care for yourself, right. Put your own, you know. Uh, metaphorically put your own mask on before you try to put anyone else's on, right? Make sure that you're okay. And I, I get that. And I still respect it. You know, and, but those people aren't running by me on the street. Like, hey, have a salad instead. Like, you know, I will, I, I will run to kill them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will run to chase them down and fucking kill them. Uh, you know, were they to say such a thing, but I don't know. I, um, these groups, it's like, you know, they're talking about the psychology of like, Hey, when you are feeling hungry, like journal and write down what you're feeling. Cause again, they're slowly, but surely trying to get people to look inward at like, okay, every time you want to eat, what are you feeling? It's like, oh, I'm feeling sad. It's like, well, yeah, you're trying to, you know, hit that food crack pipe. You know, I don't feel good. I want to escape, right? Escape is the best word. I don't like the feeling of escape, but that's what movies are. Some people just sit around and watch TV all day, every day. They don't, they don't, you know, they're not overeating. They're not smoking or anything like that. You know what I mean? Even nicotine is like the, the, the long, deep breaths that have been scientifically proven that people are like, oh, I nick the nick is what calms me down. It's not, it's standing, taking long, deep breaths. That's what's calming you down. The nicotine just happens to be a factor of that. It's basically latched itself on the same way, you know, uh, that, that, that there's allegedly sugar, uh, mixed in with the salt on McDonald's French fries is sugar is a drug and it's a very addictive substance, you know, put sugar in something, you'll fucking crack someone out you know, make them addicted to it. So, um, there's, there's a lot of things. So just listening to these groups, like, uh, I'm, uh, I, I like studying psychology. I like understanding why I do the things I do, but I'm also self-aware, you know? So to sit on these meetings and just like snooze fest 
of like, you know, and it's like, it's like a different person every week, right? They, they cycle back through them, but it's like, this is kinesiology. So here's how you work. And when you're sitting down for long periods of time, try this exercise, guys, put your hands up, move your shoulders back. Like just, just like basic, basic shit. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I listen, I'm respectful, but that part of this process I find boring as hell. So, so just so that you guys know every day I am supposed to wake up consume for okay oh another one of these automated messages hey why don't i share it with you guys i get about five of these a week so let's share it oh good they hung up this time good for you i appreciate that um that just means they'll be calling back to interrupt me again in another part of my life um it's an automated message hello this is the audible hospital this is a appointment reminder for joshua williams on November, blah, blah, blah at 4 PM. Like it's just like aggressive times and stuff, you know, uh, you have it at the virtual appointment of your choice or virtual location of your choice. And I have to sit for like a minute and a half with all this bullshit. Press one to confirm. <gasps> Thank you. Goodbye. And I've tried spamming one over the course. It just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, so a lot of, a lot of appointments. I got an, I also have an appointment with the doctor who oversees it. Um, so he just, it's like three minute meetings that drove me crazy too, because I had a meeting with him the other day or an appointment. Um, I put it on my laptop, had the zoom thing going like five, 10 minutes beforehand. And literally the minute he showed up, um, like that I was unaware of, um, my screen went black. I guess my screen timed out instead of sitting, I'm on a zoom thing waiting to be let in and the screen times out. I'm like, so I come back, I'm like, look at the time. I'm like, okay, wiggle the, I see the screen's like, I wiggle it. And it's like still waiting for host. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. And then I get a, an, an email confirmation. Hey, your my chart's been updated. Uh, you know, oh, oh, uh, uh, you know, patient unavailable. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm literally putting away my fucking laundry, waiting for this thing to start. You know, and it's happened to me before too. Like I had one where I was in the middle of an activation, or no, sorry, not an activation, a delivery. Um, and I'm sitting there with my phone active for 40 minutes. This guy never showed up. And on the phone, for some reason, it doesn't go black. Your phone goes black all the time for everything, but for some reason didn't go black. So I, I, this week, earlier this week, I had an appointment with him, I think on, on the first or whatever I had the phone with me and the computer and I'm sitting there and he was like 15 minutes late, 15, no, 20, 20 or 25 minutes late at like seven o'clock uh, in the morning. You know, at the end of the day, I get why it's late, but it's like, you know, you're, you're, seven o'clock in the morning. Like how many fucking appointments do you have before me that can run long? Um, anyways, the, the time I had on the computer, basically he showed up on time. He was a minute afterwards and the screen was black. So I missed that. And it was just like, okay, I missed him before because 40 minutes after the meeting was supposed to start, he never showed up, you know? And then my phone literally timed out like the zoom request. And when I tried to bring it back up, it was 40 minutes later. And the system had already said like, you know, your, your meeting is over. You know, so it wouldn't even let me go back into it. And he marked me as absent. Also, you have only so many absences to the program before they kick you out. So it was just like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, like this is so incredibly frustrating that I've missed it twice, even though I was there both fucking times. Anyways, anyways. So this doctor looks into your shit and he's just like, okay, well, what's, what is, what is your weight now? Okay. What is your blood pressure at? Okay. I've got your blood work here. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to cheer you on and we'll talk to you again soon. It's like, it's like nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, why don't I just email you my weight and my blood pressure? Like, why are we even meeting? You don't tell me anything. You don't answer my questions. Every time I try to ask you a question, you interrupt me and try to put me back on track. 
And it's not like this podcast, guys. Like, I'll literally be like, hey, Doc, I'm feeling a little dizzy. Like, am I allowed to have an extra shake or something like that? And uh, uh, Joshua, let me just uh, get the information, uh, your blood pressure. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to see that that has gone down. Excellent. And, uh, you know, well, I'm going to cheer you on and we'll talk to you again soon. Like, he doesn't even fucking listen. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, uh, ha, 27 minutes now. The, well, it looks like I filled the time. Um, the point is guys, so that, you know, summarized, I drink four shakes a day. At least I'm supposed to, and it's 225 calories each. That's a total of 900 calories a day. And the rest comes from me. It is medically supervised. These shakes have everything that you need in them. And, um, and they are prescription. You, you, you can't just go in and buy them. They're not a boost or an insurer. It is quite literally a, a opti fast is the name. And if, if you want to look it up, um, they're boring, there's not much taste to them. It's not like I take one of these shakes and I feel like I've eaten a meal and now I'm full. It's not like that at all. I drink the shake and I could still go and crush a baconator if I wanted to haven't and won't, but I can still hungry enough to do so. Um, because I'm hungry all the time, like hangry is a thing. Uh, I don't know if I've said it before, but I, my, uh, my patience is so thin, uh, clearly talking, just talking about my experiences. My patience is so fucking thin right now. And, uh, I used to think people are hangry with someone who's like, what you're hungry. So you have an attitude that doesn't make any sense. But, um, cause I was a big guy. I was never really hungry. It, it would be, it would take quite a lot to make me hungry because I never really went a full day without eating. Like I'd wake up and maybe have like a bagel or something and, you know, maybe, maybe a little snack here or there, some coffee in my system, whatever. Like I so saw my, my system wasn't empty, but now that my system feels empty, you know, there's food available everywhere, but now that my system actually feels empty and I can't partake in the food, like, and there's also days where I forget my shakes at home. Right. So I'm not like, Oh, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. That's not how it works. So lately I've been like, okay, is that keto? I'll have a couple bites of that, you know? So I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. But anyways, the, the whole reason I brought this up was, well, two reasons. One, people keep asking, like, you know, I keep in social events with people and it's like, oh, hey, I have some, I made food, whatever. Like, I, I can't eat it. Why not? I'm just doing like a medical thing right now. Oh, what is it? Like, I'm on these shakes. Honestly, they're all I can take. It's like 900 calories a day. I lose weight. 900 calories a day. It's not sustainable. It's not healthy. You really shouldn't be. It's like, oh, like it's medically supervised. I have doctors, nutritionists, kinesiologists, like just, just trust that I'm not, again, I'm not fucking stupid. Okay. I'm not going to kill myself. I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm getting results. I'm, I'm very happy with the results that I'm getting. So I'm, I'm just like, fuck off with your goddamn bullshit. You fuckers. Um, irritating. That was one reason. And the other reason uh, that I'm explaining all this is that I wake up and I'm hungry. I want to eat. I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, you know, videos on food, not like, Hey, video food. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm Chris and I are going on a trip. I'll tell you guys about, uh, when I get that episode posted. Um, but you know, I'm looking at the, the, the food and the food options in that area. When we go, um, I'm listening to a podcast called taste buds with Joe DeRosa and Sal Volcano, where they argue food. Uh, like I spent a lot of time listening to that and enjoying it. First slurp of the show, I think. Um, so like there's food around me a lot and, uh, I'm even now that I've started ordering things like magic spoon, which is, uh, you know, like, a the box in front of me is like zero grams of total sugars, four grams of net carbs, 13 grams of protein per bowl. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm eating like childish cereal again, but it's like, it's good for you. You know what I mean? Like it's not hurting you. I can have it keto. Um, 
I'm getting advertisements. I, I got an advertisement the other day for a company uh, called, uh, where is it? Sweets from the Earth. And it's like all this keto stuff. And I was like, oh, these look good. And it was like brownies and blondies bars and oatmeal cookies and chocolate chip cookies. And then they had like keto buns as well. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, no, I didn't try them until Wednesday. They got delivered on Wednesday, guys. So technically, this is not something I talk about this week's episode. I talk about it next week's episode. So I'll make sure I write that down at the top of it, give you my review of the sweet earth stuff. But I was like, hey, it'd be nice to have the buns again because I've been ordering like one of my cheats is like I'll get like a junior bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's, but I get it lettuce wrapped, right? No bun, keto, and I get the ketchup taken off of it. I miss ketchup, you guys. I haven't had a drop, not a drop since I started this program. Um, I miss bread. I have not had a piece of bread since I started this program, uh, crystal made me, did I do a Thanksgiving episode? Uh, the love of my life was such a sweetie pie. Um, I, I did not miss out on Thanksgiving because she made me, um, uh, cauliflower. Like we use cauliflower florets and made mashed potatoes out of it, like a cauliflower mash. Um, you know, had Turkey, uh, I got like keto gravy. Um, it was great. And, and she even made me a keto stuffing. We bought this company called Unbun and they do like almond flour, which is keto buns. She cut all that up and made me a stuffing out of it. I fucking love that woman. She's so supportive. Um, it's just so sweet. And she'd never done any of that before. So she's like trying to make like, it's just, it was so incredibly kind and sweet of her. So, um, I, I ate a Thanksgiving dinner, but I ate a keto Thanksgiving dinner. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, so this company had buns and I was like, oh, well, the next time I get one of these lettuce wrap burgers, I can straight up cut it, you know, cut the bun in half, slam it, slam the burger in here. And now I'm actually, you know, having a burger again. I can have a sandwich. Like I, I feel more human and it was, the bread does taste different. No, no question. It's almost like actually like kind of spongier and softer. It tastes better than regular bread, like in terms of the texture, but it also is a little bit more dense. So it's softer. It's almost like. The closest thing I can, can come up with is it's almost like a muffin. You know what I mean? Like the texture is a little spongier, but it's not dense like a muffin. It still feels like light, but it's, it's hard to say because like, you know, it's twice the thickness as a, a regular like McDonald's or Wendy's bun. Like those ones, like, you know, the buns are almost as flat as the burgers. They're just a piece of bread on the outside. But, um, you know, and this thing is like, it's like a dinner roll size that you cut in half and now you've got you know, a reasonable amount of, of fiber product, you know, on, uh, on either side of the burger, um, might be one of the reasons I'm so, so gassy today is, uh, all that extra roughage. Um, yeah, it's like with the, when I was just doing the shakes, I might have a bowel movement like every three or four days. And it was just weird because it was literally just compacted powder, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Sorry. Not trying to be gross. Um, and yesterday I'll put it on next week's episode. I'll put it on next week's episode. I'll just write, talk about everything that you ate. I'll have to write that list because I'll be sitting around next week being like, what did I do? And I completely forget about all these things, but sweets from the earth had, uh, like these brown buns in it. I'll try to remember to take a picture too. I'm going to write, uh, one second. I pause it. I'm going to write down a little note to myself. All right. And I'll post that today, but I'll talk about it next week. Um, Anyways, they had these blondie bars. They had, uh, brownies. If I didn't say so before chocolate chip, um, cookies and the oatmeal, little oatmeal cookies. And I got to tell you when they arrived, 
they came the next day. Like I ordered them in the morning, I think on Tuesday and they were like at the door Wednesday before noon and they were moist. Um, the chocolate chip cookies were not. And I only tried one of each because the calorie count on them while the sugars and they're keto friendly, they're still 80 calories each. So the, the, the peanut butter cookies were still moist and delicious. The brownies and the bonnie bars were like, like fresh bakery, like whatever. There's no preservatives. I mean, either. So like, as soon as I got them, like freeze me, I'm like, fuck, I don't have freezers that people don't steal from in this house. I have a fridge in my room, but I don't have a freezer. So I'm like, I, I was going to take, um, I got 12, uh, little clamshell things of them, which are not a lot. And it cost me like 95 bucks. So I got two packs of four buns. Um, three packs of brownies, three packs of brownies, three packs of chocolate chip cookies, three packs of, of, oh, uh, what do you call it? Peanut butter, not oatmeal, peanut butter cookies and the peanut butter ones. Um, or sorry, all, I, I took one of each, put them all together. They're all in the fridge shy of one set that I managed to find a box for that I could stash in the freezer in the basement and hopefully no one will find it and steal my shit. But I got those ones freezing and then I'm going to have like a, a set here. I'm going to bring one of each to Crystal's house tonight. I was supposed to go last night, but I'm going to go tonight. I'm going to put them in the freezer there and then we'll take like one at a time. Cause there's only like little, eight little pieces. They're like the size of those two bite brownie kind of things, but there's eight pieces, but they do taste fresh and they do taste like they won't be fresh for long. So we'll throw them in the freezer. We'll take one out, you know, an hour before you want it. And we can, like I said, if, if her and I crush one of those little things and they're little guys, they're not big. Um, crush those little things. They're like, they're like smaller than like a, like a salad container from a fast food joint. You know what I mean? Like they're not big, but they'll have like eight pieces in it, you know, and each piece at like 80 calories. You're like, fuck, if you each have half the thing, which you'd eat easily, easily, you're still talking like 300 and some calories, like, like more than one of these shakes is worth. And that was, that's another thing in the last, I think in the last week, um, that I, that I had an experience talking about was, um, when I first talked to the doctor about this thing, I said, Hey, listen, if I'm going to like go off the rails because I just can't handle not eating. Right. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to just go off the rails and like, okay, large meat lovers, pizza, that's it. Throw in the towel. I'm like, how do I, I'm like, can I go off the rails and have a couple hard boiled eggs? I know that they're keto and I know that they're 50 calories each. Can I do that? And he's like, yeah, but if you're going to do that, I wouldn't suggest having that on top. He's like, I would suggest replacing one of your shakes with that. Then the nutritionist last week was like, no, if you, you always have your four shakes cause your body needs that. So for a long time, if I, if I had a little cheat or whatever, like I wasn't home, but I ate something else, I would totally forego a shake. And I was having all sorts of like, like brain fog, dizziness, whatever. And the nutritionist was like, no, you need your body needs the nutrition in these shakes. So if you're, you know, if you have a cheat or something like that, by all means, you know, whatever you had a cheat, you had a little extra, but always make sure that you're having your shakes, which is complete contradiction to what the doctor said. So part of this program that kind of sucks is that the doctor himself, like he instructed me like second, you know, weekend. Yeah. If you have the eggs, replace one of the shakes with the calories they are having. So he's just thinking calories. Like it's tough too, because they said we're not focused on not he. Cause it's all done through these other women at the bariatric network. And he's just the doctor that checks in on you every now and again. But, um, they had all said, we're not focused on the number on the scale because you can lose weight and everybody's body's different. And sometimes you might not even be losing weight or you might be plateauing or whatever it is, but we're concerned about you staying on the shake. We're concerned about watching your blood sugar levels go down. Like I went from 10 guys, my hemoglobin or whatever. I went from 10, which is like super diabetic. Um, the last blood test that I had was 6.6. 6. 
And 5.5 to 6.5 is like considered like pre-diabetic or whatever, or not really die or sorry. That's like the normal range for people. So I'm like 0.1 into diabetic. Whereas I was like 10, which was full on like, yeah, you're definitely diabetic. You've got almost double the blood sugar as other people. So in doing this, I have brought down the stuff to what I hope is the next time I, I do one of these blood tests, my diabetes is effectively under control. Like I'm no longer a diabetic. Somebody else in the program, I think like a month in, they were like, Hey, congratulations to so-and-so they're no longer a diabetic. You know what I mean? Like they've lost enough weight. Their, their blood sugar is good again. So I really feel myself too, guys, uh, you know, being two thirds of the way through this, I feel really good about the idea that, um, I'm going to be able to sustain this because like even the cheats that I'm having make me feel good. Um, it's nice to find like keto pizza sucks. I'm going to like, like if I have a cheat day, it'll be like definitely pizza, like real pizza. Um, but sadly, like, I know I'll have to put myself back into ketosis because the carbs from the bread, like I miss pizza and I don't want to just go back to being a fat fuck and this and that. I don't know. Maybe I won't. I've survived three months without one of my, well, mm, I talked to you guys about the whole sugar and the, the thing on that episode a few weeks ago, but maybe, maybe I won't, maybe I won't go back to pizza. You know what I mean? Um, or, or if I do, it'll be like severely limited. I, I like the idea that I'm losing weight. I may keep myself into ketosis, uh, until I go like a week or two without seeing any drops. You know what I mean? Like if I just don't see any drop in it, um, I'd, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I can definitely operate in ketosis. I like going to the steakhouse and I liked having the greens and the steak and the Bernays sauce. Delicious. I like being able to have a burger in an almond bun and know that I'm still, you know, keto. I like the cereal that I'm eating, although it's expensive, but I do like the cereal that I'm eating and knowing that it's keto friendly and stuff like that. So I'm going to keep going for anyone who's worried about all the bitching and stuff. I'm going to keep going. Um, every, every, every shake that I've missed. So you're like, Oh, like I, I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, like, uh, who knows how much further weight loss I could have had if I just stuck to it. But I'm telling you, it was hard working in food and being around food all the time. And then forgetting my shakes and being working physically long days. I'm like, I had to put something in the furnace or I was going to pass out. And when I did that, I didn't just go off the rails. I, I made sure that what I was eating was keto, um, shy of those, those literally those, those fuck ups with the, the, the crust. Um, I did not make sure. So who knows how many days it took me to get back into ketosis after that. Um, but all those shakes that I missed, I still have. And I know I could be further along right now if I had been like super, super disciplined guys, but I got to tell you it was hard and I may have, I may have crashed hard. I'm glad I did these sidesteps and I'm glad I stayed keto with the cheats, but just know that those shakes that I didn't have, I still have. And when this is over, it's supposed to be November 30th, I'll keep going on the shakes. Um, you know, like today so far, I haven't cheated. We're two 22 in the afternoon. I've had my coffee. I have had two shakes so far. I'll have another one when this thing is over and, um, you know, I'll be a good bitch in that regard and I'll just keep going and I'll keep sharing the updates with you guys. I, I have no intention of letting the podcast fall off again. Um, you know, hopefully tomorrow I'll have an extra bonus episode with Ryan. Maybe if I have some time this evening, I'll record one of the old episodes and we'll get ourselves all caught up so that every single fucking episode of this podcast exists. My guys, um, yeah. So, so that's it. I did the sweets from the earth. I will tell you about that all keto stuff. Um, I hope that, you know, I'm, I only want one or two at a time just to slightly indulge, you know, uh, still lose the weight, but still feel like life is worth living. You know, um, <laughs> that's, that's the extent of it. Um, 
quick thing I want to throw out here, right? Cause I got two, two, what do I got here? Yeah. I got actually a few things to tell you guys. Um, I filled the time with this. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I can't doubt myself because you never know what will, will just fall, throw itself into my furnace and want to get burned out. <laughs> Again, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, this is what it's like. <laughs> I tell you what's going on with me. And if the thought crosses my mind, I share it with you. Uh, guys, Disney plus has King of the Hill, King of the Hill. One of my favorite shows of all time of all time. The entire series is on Disney plus. I don't know when they added it. Um, I have been thoroughly indulging. I think I'm in season seven now. And I've, I started from the beginning. I think I did anyways. I may have skipped the first season, but like the Simpsons, the first season, the animation is worse. Um, and it hasn't found its stride yet, but, um, I strongly recommend anyone please watch King of the Hill. It's still holding up. It still has me laughing out loud, like, like just enjoying it thoroughly. Um, it is incredibly well-written, you know, like they make fun of rednecks and those types of people, but it is so much, um, there, it is so smart in how they do it. You know what I mean? Like it's brilliant writing behind simple characters. Um, absolutely adore the show. Makes me laugh my fucking ass off. Um, I, I, I was sad to see it go, even though like I lost, I, you know, I, by the time I got into later seasons, I don't know what life was like for me. Maybe I was working Sunday nights or whatever it is, but it stopped becoming the show that I watched on weekends, you know, Sunday night before it was time to go back to school versus, you know, I'm probably at work and not even watching it, you know, but uh great show. It was, it was part of the Fox run. I believe it used to be Simpsons and then, uh, King of the Hill. Um, and I don't, I don't remember. There was, there was, there was this little block. It was like Simpsons, King of the Hill, then Family Guy came into the mix, and there was a couple other shows, I think maybe maybe Futurama, but there was a period, that little that little block, um, there, actually there was a period of time where it was Simpsons, King of the Hill, and then the X-Files. Nine to ten Sunday nights was the X-Files. And I remember there was even a time, an episode where like literally during the credits, the King of the Hill threw to the X-Files. So I knew, that, I know that they, it was 8.30, 8 o'clock Simpsons got it. Right. They were the, they were the, probably if I saw a cable, it's probably still the Simpsons at eight o'clock on Sundays. Makes them nice and easy to find, even though that show is goddamn dog shit and has been for decades. Um, but, and that's not me throwing shade at the Simpsons. The first six seasons are great, but it's just such a piece of shit. Now they should let it die. Whereas all these great shows, uh, think family guy's still there. So it could be Simpsons family guy. Right. But then now it's like American dad. And I think the Cleveland show or whatever, uh, or, or whatever it was, but hold that whole point is that that block, that eight o'clock to 10 o'clock block was like cartoon central on Fox. King of the Hill was the one that came right after the Simpsons had the strength to follow the Simpsons. Um, so I, I can't recommend it enough. A, a great show. Mike judge, same guy who did Beavis and Butthead, um, which I heard they're coming back and they're making another movie or something like that. Um, which would be interesting to me because Mike judge really wrote a, like a lot of funny stuff in there. He's also the guy who wrote, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, directed office space, what is this flu shots now available? Thanks for the text message about that. I want to see if he directed office space. I know he wrote it. Um, but also makes sense that he would have, uh, what's his face? Steven root play Milton. Oh, I put in Mike judge. I should have put in office space, office space producer cast director mike judge okay so mike judge uh definitely directed it he voices um you know hank hill and and uh that that his the voice of hank hill was the old man that that beavis and butthead were constantly um you know harassing and whatnot but um yeah so steven root 
let me see. Let me see what your office space. 1999 and King of the Hill was 1997. So he was already working with Stephen Root, who was voicing uh, Buck Strickland and Bill and uh, a few other characters in King of the Hill. So it makes perfect sense that, that you know, Stephen Root would play Milton. Well, that's my stapler. I guess I'll burn, guess I'll burn the building down. I must have to. Uh... Holy shit. Family Guy. It says that Mike Judge played Hank Hill on Family Guy. Uh I don't know how that's possible. I remember there was one episode where there was like a crossover between Simpsons, whatever. And then Hank Hill was flying a plane. It was like, Oh, they can't hold this on their own or whatever. Although I believe King of the Hill at the time was already done. A lot of information I'm throwing at you guys. Point being King of the Hill on Disney plus in its entirety. Even Tom Petty joined the cast at one point, but it was very, very sad. Uh, Brittany Murphy who voiced Luann, um, died during the show's production. Um, and she brought a lot of heart to the characters. Pamela Adlon, who voiced Bobby Hill. Um, she was a favorite, like she was a main character in, um, Lucky Louie. So Louis CK's show. And then again, was a character in his show, Louie, uh, long black hair, played his wife in Lucky Louie, played a friend of his in, uh, Louie. Um, but she's the voice of Bobby Hill, uh, Kathy Nijimi, Nijimi, Najimi, uh, who was the fat witch in Hocus Pocus. Um, she voices Peggy Hill, a uh, phenomenal job. She crushed it. And of course, Mike Judge is Hank Hill, um, Dooley's character. <laughs> you fell down. Um, uh, that's, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> On Espanol, por favor. Um, yeah, Dooley, Dooley character voiced by Mike Judge. A lot of characters voiced by Mike Judge. Uh, Boomhauer, voiced by, I'm dang, I'll tell me, tell me what, man. Someone, well, that was, that was Mike Judge as well. Anyways, great dude. Not, not enough people know him, but Beavis, or pff, Beavis and Butthead. King of the Hill, guys, give it a, if you have Disney Plus and you've never seen King of the Hill, I'm telling you, uh, power through the first season. I don't blame you saying, uh, the animation's not great in the first season. I don't blame you. All right. South Park didn't have great animation and now it's, it's in a class of its own. Okay. And if you go back and watch the first season of South Park, it's not going to make you piss yourself laughing the way that, that, you know, the, the later seasons will, but I'm telling you right now, neither was the Simpsons. Simpsons wasn't killing it season one, but, um, you will thoroughly enjoy King of the Hill. Uh, and it's a whole show that you can just power your way through. It's a great show to fall asleep to just have some laughs before bed. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for that. Okay. King of the Hill, do it. And, and send me an email, contact at onemanpodcast.com. If you've never seen it, please give it a try. Tell me what you think. I love chatting with you guys. Also, uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween has come and gone since the last episode. So I hope you guys had a good time. Again, if you want to send an email, contact the one man caught podcast. Um, you know, let me know how your Halloween was. Uh, feel free to email some pictures. If you want, you can email pictures of what you or your kids or your, your partner dressed up as, um, if you want me to share them, just, just put a note that you say you may share and I'll, I'll share, I'll put a, a, you know, a bunch of pictures together and share onesie submissions on the one man podcast socials. Um, you know, and now the Halloween's over. Hey, it's time for Christmas guys. Get ready for Christmas. All the basic bitches are, you know what I mean? They're ready for Christmas. I've seen a lot of my friends and my friends' wives, uh, just the, the most, the most basic of bitches, um, already have like changed their, their timeline photo background picture to like Christmas stuff and whatever it is. It's like, I don't know if basic bitches are really aware of how basic they are. It's not a compliment to be a basic bitch. Somebody's going to say, I'm so basic. Yes, you are. You saying it as a joke doesn't change the fact that it is. Um, I don't know. Am I going to go off another 40 minutes? I've, I've 50 minutes already spoken. I got two events, three things that I actually want to talk about left. And I have a fucking meeting in 29 minutes. 
I, um, I, uh, what can I say? Yeah. If you're a basic bitch, listen, if you have writing like vertically on your ribs, you are a basic bitch. That is nothing new. You didn't think of that. If you have, fuck, I'm not going to turn into Jeff Fox really. You might be a basic bitch if, um, that sounds like Dr. Phil more than Foxworthy. Um, but yeah, if you got that writing on your ribs, God, you're basic. It's the same shit. Everything else like tramp stamps were the most basic shit you could do. Right. Your, your Christmas stuff early, your, your memes, if you're sharing, if you're sharing, oh my God, if you're taking a picture of your tits and you're posting it with a motivational quote, who was the first dumb cunt? Uh, not, and actually, uh, if you're polarized or, or triggered by that word, um, I actually used it in the right context. Um, so you're wrong, but, uh, if you, the first dumb cunt who is like, look at my tits, but like, I can't just own that. As a woman, I can't take accountability for saying, give me attention. Here are my tits. Um, they're like, oh, what's, I got to come up with a reason that I'm posting my tits. Like be fierce. Anyone who tries to put you down is just blah, 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 blah. Like it's just, and then the amount of bitches who will just post their shit with a motivational, you know, and then they just change it. They're like, what's feeling cute? Might delete later. Ha ha ha. I can't come up with anything on my own unless the queen basic bitch Shares it with her subjects first. Women, are you really that uncreative? You know, and just, I'll give it a second, just of silence. Are you really that, you know, is uncreative a word? Am I really that stupid? Probably. Um, but that you just can't do anything that some other queen basic bitch hasn't done first. Oh, I'm going to get a tattoo of writing on my ribs. I'm going to get like a Chinese symbol i don't even know it's i don't even think chinese symbols are a thing because it's mandarin and cantonese right chinese is not a language um i actually picked that up the other day on king of the hill con was uh hank hill you think you th you, you know he's like what are they saying con is like hank hill you think i you, you know, i'm the ocean i don't you know they're speaking chinese it's like well chinese is not a language um but uh yeah it was uh i don't know i feel bad for you ladies you know because you're so sweet you love being creative. You like staging photos for Instagram and stuff, yet you can't seem to do something original. It's always got to be something that someone else has done. A headstand yoga pose in the park, a jumping with your feet in the air on a beach. Like literally, I mean, I know everything's been done, but do you really have to do the one that's been done a million times? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you live with yourself comedian we don't we can't we don't tell jokes other people have told a million times you know the whole idea is doing something someone else has done is the hackiest shit in the world i don't know i don't know what's my fucking problem hangry is a thing hashtag the hanger is real um basic hashtag basic ha 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 because if i say i'm basic maybe you'll think that like i'm not you know like it's like ha ha that's so basic of me yes it is yes it is basic of you it's not christmas yet i don't know i don't give a fuck Whatever, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you and millions of other women exactly like you happy. Just know that if you're ever out there thinking I am unique, I am one of a kind, just like all of these other millions of women I'm copying. Oh, I think I have a genuine anger towards any lack of originality. I think that's what it is. Um, you know, some things are cute. Other people do them, you know, or you put your own, put your own spin on it. Sure. Well, I just choose different words. 
I I picked a different motivational quote. No, no, no. I'm talking like your tits in a quote, not original. Stop, Josh. I have three other things to talk about. All right, I'm letting this one go. If you agree or disagree, contact at onemanpodcast.com. I will read your thoughts, your feelings. I will post your pictures. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You know how it works. All right, guys. I got to go shopping with the love of my life the other night. I love shopping. We uh, went to the Rito Center, went to Lush, and I we we grabbed a bunch of stuff. We grabbed a ton of stuff. We grabbed bath bombs because she loves bath bombs, and I love making her happy. This is the woman that made me cauliflower mashed potatoes and keto stuffing for Thanksgiving, as well as the meats and everything like that. I love this woman. So yeah, she wanted some. She didn't even want. She doesn't even ask for it. That's another thing too. That's one of the things I love about this woman. So many women want things, want things. She asks for nothing. And then when I get her stuff, she's like, you know, you don't have to buy me things. Like I love you regardless. It's not a material thing, which just makes me want to do more for her. You know what I mean? The people who don't ask for it are the ones that deserve it the most, truly. Um, and so, yeah, we got bath bombs. We got some face masks. We got shampoo and body wash and whatever. And then I found out about something. And let me tell you guys. Uh, the, the, the basic about me, like I'll, I'll listen, I'm not saying that being, ba- yeah, I am, uh, being basic is the worst thing in the world. No, cancer is pretty, pretty bad, but basic is, is a societal cancer, All right? If you're basic, you are a societal cancer and, uh, and you need to be chemoed, uh, radiated. Okay. I am a sucker for exclusivity and marketing. I work in marketing. I know exactly what's going on with me and it works. <laughs> You tell me something is only available if I order this. Ho oh, ho, gotta have it, baby. Gotta have it. I'm a consumer. I am a consumer. Um, and I will not defend it. I just am. So Crystal and I were looking at um we were looking at stuff, and then they brought up this one product and they're like, Oh yeah, like this this product is only available in this little gift box. And I was like, Oh shit, it comes with this, that. It's like, okay, some of the stuff in the box is available, like our mainstay stuff, and some of it's only available in this box. And then we're like, oh my God, I really love this cream. It smells so good. And she's like, yeah, actually you can get a larger one, but it's only available in this box. And then it has some exclusive bath bombs that are only in that box. I was like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. So then I said, okay, well, how many other of these boxes come with shit that's only available in the box? And she's like, careful, it's a slippery slope. Not Crystal, uh, Jess at Lush. They are all my Luscious Angels there. They all know me by name. Uh, and apparently they were even introducing me to some of the newer ones. Like, this is Josh. He is our favorite customer. And I was like, ha ha, the favorite customer of Lush in Rito Center is a man, a man. Um, but it's also cause I, I love their stuff and I love them. And I, you know, we, uh, there's the good synergy amongst the, this side of the register and that side of the register. Uh, they call me the king of co-wash because I absolutely adore avocado co-wash and use it almost every single day in the shower to wash my fucking beard. Um, yeah. So she's like, well, careful. Just like, it's careful. It's a slippery slope. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, like, you know, like they're going down the exclusive. She's like, so we have this thing And she reaches behind her on the wall and it was, uh, like a lush box and it had like two exclusive Halloween bath bombs. So one of them looked like a Venus flytrap, green and it had like a pink tongue. And that was an exclusive bath bomb. It smelled nice. And then there was like a lush notebook and the word lush was like written like in slime and had a slime. And then there was like a lush pin in that same slime font. Um, there was, yes, yeah, so there was the notebook, a couple different bath bombs, uh, a couple different glow in the dark, like body washes and shampoo. Like it was definitely their Halloween box. I'm like, I can't get this box. Can I just like, no, this one's done. But she's like, yeah, these are our subscription boxes. So you can literally get like a lush box delivered to you every month. And then they send, a um, an email to you and you vote on what products you want in the next box. And I was like, ah, oh. 
So I looked at Chris and I was like, can I, you want me to get you this for Christmas? I go, I'll literally buy you a Lush subscription box and every month you'll get your box with like exclusive Lush stuff that you can't just buy in store. And her eyes lit up and she's like, and then I go, are you excited, honey? She's like, I've never, I've never had a subscription to anything before. And I think I have stuff like Dollar Shave Club and I try to subscribe to some other shit, but it didn't work out. Um, but yeah, Dollar Shave Club, I've had, um, I've ordered a lot of stuff. You know, I currently have a subscription to Magic Spoon, but like I was going to, I only just, you pick subscribe and they give you a discount on your first order. Then you just cancel the subscription. You know what I mean? I've done that with a lot of products. Um, but I've only ordered a second one because there was flavors I didn't try. And I'm like, eh, it was cheap. It was cheap. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I can do that. If I can, that gives me cereal. I'll spend a little more money, but if that gives me cereal and it's not gonna make me fat, then, uh, you know, all let's do it. Um, but I'm trying to think of other subscription of yours. I, I remember I had like a game power magazine subscription that was supposed to be 12 months. And then after six months, it's like your subscriptions in danger. And I'm like, what do you mean it's in danger? I paid you for 12 months, but apparently that was a thing. And I, I never, my, my, my current adult brain would look into that and go, why was that a thing? Why was it that you paid for 12 months? That's what you were signing up for. And then after six months, it's, you're not, you're not getting it anymore. Right. And apparently that was a common magazine thing. Uh, now I would find out where in the print does it say it's 12 months and I'm getting it at this, you know, maybe that initial payment only get you six months, but you were going to get 12 at a certain rate or something. I don't know. Anyways. Um, but she's like, yeah, I've never had a subscription to anything in my life. Um, I fuck, I got subscriptions on the Xbox. She's had subscriptions. Does that count? Does streaming services count? You know, like no, no subscription box. Cause there's all sorts of ones, right? You can get clothing ones. You can get cosmetic ones. You can get, I've seen ones that where you can get cologne, you know, that every month they'll send you like three different colognes and you just, you know, they even send them with like their own little screw in things where like you literally can just screw the container into like a top and now it's ready to go action wise, whatever they go into like these larger bottles. So they look bigger than they are. I don't know. Um, but there's all sorts of stuff, right? Butcher box, that kind of stuff, subscriptions, um, you know, that kind of shit, whatever. She's like, I've never had a, a subscription. I was like, this is amazing. Right. They're Merry, Merry Christmas, babe. And then I found out that there is a 300 and there's a Christmas one where it's, uh, or sorry, a Christmas lush advent calendar. And I'm like, oh, fuck me guys. I got to pause right now and find that out. I got to find it out. I'm going to tell you what it is. One sec. All right. I've done the research. Uh, Lush's advent calendar is available for pre-order. It is $300. Some exclusives in the package versus, uh, oh, oh, we're going to tighten you. So you stay up like that on the side, dear. I got to be careful too, guys. In nine minutes, I started training. Um, so yeah, lush.ca in Canada or lush.com in the States. It is 300 Canadian, um, free shipping. <laughs> You'd think, yeah. Uh, do it. And it's in stock currently as of the time of this thing. So I'm literally going to get off the fucking podcast and order it. Um, and I'm going to order it here because I don't think it looks way too big. There's a sweet video that I, I watched, um, and has no context as the box. So Chris is gonna be like, why the fuck did you send me this? Um, yeah. Okay. So we went shopping, we went to lush, we got a bunch of stuff. I got her, uh, I got her the monthly subscription and I'm going to get her the advent calendar because I love her very much. And if you love your honestly, fellas, if, um, like we're, we're going on a trip in January and I won't spoil it. I'll go back and I'll record it on that episode. I'll record it with her. We'll talk about it. Um, I'll record it, you know, what the experience is like when we're there and I'll explain, you know, we'll do an episode and we're going to talk about, you know, when we booked it. But, um, I think, uh, yeah, anyways, if you guys, if you want to make your lady really happy, we don't, we're, we weren't really planning on buying each other anything for Christmas. Like it was just save the money. We'll put it towards our trip. But 
I think something that Crystal and I really like to do for each other every year is we look for these like fancy advent calendars and, um, not fancy, but we look for an advent calendar is a little more, right? Like everyone's like the old chocolate ones. And then some people are like, Ooh, I got a lint chocolate calendar, right? Some people do the tea ones. There was a year where I got the David's tea cause she was all about David's tea. So I got the David tea, David's tea ones, but this advent calendar thing is starting to turn into a real thing, right? Like they have them in Nespresso, right? Nice different coffee every day, but then they just put regular. What I don't like is I don't want the regular shit in there. I I've already got the regular, if you're a fan, you've already got the regular shit in there. There really needs to be some advent calendar exclusives so that you're really getting an opportunity to enjoy something that came just as a part of that advent calendar. Cause if I just buy, you know, imagine buying someone a fucking advent calendar full of Keurig cups and it's all just Tim Hortons and Timothy stuff that you have all the time. Anyways, Van Hoot, it's like, I've, I've got all this anyways, advent calendars, um, are, are cool. So fellas, if you want two options to, to wow your lady, you got the option of going with the, um, I'm going to be way over. I'm going to be way over. I'm going to have to stop, do my training, continue the podcast, then upload it and all that other shit. Um, you want to two really cool options to, for gifts this holiday season, the lush subscription box. Yeah, it'll cost you, but it's only going to, it's 60 bucks, 60 bucks a month. But keep in mind, it's got, um, really cool stuff in it. Like the bath bombs can sometimes be over $10 each. And it's like a couple bath bombs. There's like the shower products. The shower products alone can be like $20 for the one bottle, another 10, 15 for the other. You're getting your money's worth. Plus there's a lot of exclusives. So if, if you know that your, your wife already loves lush stuff, you know, or wishes she could afford lush and just doesn't because it's too expensive. I mean, it's a great option. People out of town who don't have a lush in your, in your, in your town for the love of God, this is a perfect opportunity. Plus the, the advent calendar is, is uh, like outstanding. Um, great option, right? You know, uh, like literally the love of your life in a stressful month before the holidays to be able to like, know that she, every day she's going to open up something up and she's going to get a bath bomb or she's going to get some hand cream or some soap or something that's just going to make her feel special. And is an awesome, 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 awesome gift. 300 bucks. But if that's her Christmas present, like, Hey, listen, I don't want you to feel special for just five minutes on Christmas day or fuck it. If you got tons of money, give her the fucking advent calendar and then blow her nuts off on, on Christmas morning. I don't give a shit. All right. I'm trying to help you. I don't know why you're giving me fucking attitude guys. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to hit pause. I'm going to set myself up for my meeting. And then if I can, if I can do double duty and literally do this podcast while just having my camera off in the meeting, I know I got to learn I'm in charge. I am so, I don't know how I'm making it through this life. I'm not doing well. I'm overweight. I live with a bunch of fucking weirdos. Um, but I got the best, I got the best partner in the world. I am the luckiest fucking guy in the world that I, somehow I've managed to avoid a real job and I got a great woman and I, and my life is an adventure. Um, it's like, wow, this is a really different vibe than the beginning of the episode where you're yelling at people for trying to teach you that salad's better than burgers. I know. All right, fuckers. I'll be back in a sec. Okay. I'm back. That was a long ass training. Oh, here comes a cough. Woo. All right. There it is. Okay. Sorry. I cough. Uh, I, not, I just, I'm telling you guys for years, I didn't, uh, didn't know how to use the play pause button. Like you hit stop and it becomes a completely different recording. So for the longest time, I just like, I would just cough off mic, just turn around and cough without having to do editing. Now I can just pause. It's all one, all one recording. I love it. All right. Two things to tell you about before we call it a day. Ha. Okay. So, um, I, I think I just told you guys about the lush shit and then I uh, went to my meeting, but, um, we had a good time shopping, right? 
I got her the thing, yada, yada, yada. Sage, we went to Sage. Sage is an essential oils place. They get this really nice peppermint fucking hand wash and hand lotion we picked up. We picked up some more oils for the diffusers. Guys, I'm telling you, there is nothing like sitting in your, in your fucking room or your bedroom there. I got her a, a little portable diffuser, actually. One that like fits in a cup holder in your car. So you can put it in your car. You can walk around the house. I got one from Sage uh, last year. In fact, the talked about it before. I told you the, the head witch of the coven, Jenna, amazing human being. I, it sounds derogatory, but it's not. I was saying it's how it's witchcraft, how they've, they've bewitched me with their lovely scents and smells. Uh, Jenna hooked me up with like a, a store model, like a display model of the thing. Didn't charge me for it. She was amazing. Gave it to me before my, my tour with hometown hockey brought that with me, put essential oils in my fucking hotel room. You know what I mean? Just have the diffuser going next to the bed, making every space smell fucking amazing. Um, it was great. I still have it, still use it, but I have a big diffuser in my room, uh, which I use. And I'm telling you with the, the stink that every other man in this house brings in. So like, um, Simon has this weird fucking stink, like, like synthetic oil smell. Like Simon goes to the bathroom, has a shower, comes out of the thing, the shower, the bathroom reeks of this like weird motor oil kind of smell. And it's like, Simon, how did you just wash in the bathroom smells horrific? It smells awful. It's like his, now he uses the same towel. He towels off, hangs it there. And it's like, it stays wet. I don't know. It's like Simon secretes weird beaver oil. You guys know that beavers like rub their belly and like somewhere in their lower belly, there's this like oil mucus shit that comes out. And I don't know if they use it to fucking, you know, shellac and glue their damn say I don't know, but beavers have this weird beaver oil. That's what I always say. Simon's fucking beaver oil just stinks as it's like, sh- just power washing the stank off of Simon. So Simon's got his goddamn beaver oil smell that he contributes to the house. Jason's got whatever 50 something year old, old man, Ben gay, just the stench of death coming off of him. And then, uh, and then Kamar, uh, pfft, you know, Thumper, what did your, what did your father say to you? Um, yeah, Kamar is, uh, Kamar is almost like a, uh, like, it's like, Hey, you know, everyone, you know, Hey, what do you, I collect stamps. No, one's collected stamps in forever. I collect uh, Pokemon cards. There's a, a, a one for the young kids. I do not. Right. What do you got? I got a whiskey collection. I got a sneaker collection. Kamar, uh, collects, um, um, unfavorable smells. That's like Kamar's thing. It's like, what do you collect? I collect on my person and my, you know, vicinity, um, um, unfavorable, um, unwanted smells. And then I, I leave them in the form of like, like, you know, when you see like in a movie, some like alien creatures, like slithering along and it's got like this slime trail. Like that's, that's how Kamar shares I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's trying to share them. It's just like, you know, you can, you can see where Kamar's been because there's a trail of like hand prints and spills and stuff in his wake. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so I enjoy, um, diffusers and things like that in my room to really fight back, but it's like, it's really hard in this house in particular because it's like. You know what I mean? It's like taking, uh, vitamins to try to cure cancer. Like you're, you know, it's, I was to say, it's like, ah, it kind of works. I don't know. Um, the idea is that, you know, it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm fighting a losing battle here cause it's three against one. Um, yeah. So we got crystal, a portable diffuser is what I'm trying to say. Um, and, uh, 
and I, I like it. Hers now the one they gave me requires to be it has to be plugged in via USB. And Crystal and I took that on our trip. Uh, probably missed that. We had a trip uh, way back. Uh, we went to the hotel for a weekend. I'll I'll record that episode and I'll tell you guys about it. I'll bring her on and we'll 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 jam. We'll fucking we'll we'll jam about it. Um, rap. That's what they say. Well, let's let's rap about it. That's what they said uh, in what the nineties. Uh, um, anyways, um, hers has, hers is not required to be powered. And I remember when they showed me the model, they're like, we have one for the car now. And I was like, that's amazing. It sits in a cup holder, makes your car smell amazing. You don't need fucking stinky ass. Uh, what do they call them? Jesus Christ. Odor or something. Why can I not think of air fresheners, car fresheners, whatever air car, air fresheners. Yeah. Cause those ones all have like synthetic smells, right? And they smell overpowering, but imagine just putting it in there, a little peppermint, little nutmeg, a little, whatever the fuck you're into, cardamom, whatever you're into, you diffuse your car, smells amazing on the inside. So I picked her up one of those at Sage. That was uh, delightful. Um, we got some more, yeah, we got all sorts of shit. I think there was something else too. I was like, what is this? I got her some lip balm and she's very happy. Um, she doesn't like the lip balms that come in the little screw tins. Cause she's like, I don't like it to stick your finger in it. It's like cross contamination. But for some reason they, you know, she likes the, the ones that you just in the sticks that you rub on your, your lips. Um, anyways, we had a fun time shopping. Okay. And then what did we do? Well, we went to my buddy Mika's house, Mika. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if he still listens to the podcast, but he was a listener to the podcast. Good dude. Um, went to his place cause he lives out of town and, uh, he was having a, a bonfire and by bonfire, it's like a yeah, fire in the backyard. I mean, I don't really know how big it has to be to be considered a bonfire, but it's, it was a nice little fire. Go to Mika's place, throw some shit on the fire, have some, uh, some heat, some, some conversation. Um, I brought some Coke zero because I'm allowed to have it. No calories. Who knows what kind of toxins, uh, exist in the, the synthetic shit. But at the end of the day, Hey, I was able to, to drink something without just sitting there trying to sip on water. Did I have to go through the conversation again and tell everyone why I'm not eating? And yet, of course I did. Mika was actually kind enough to make pulled pork. He's like, guys, we're gonna have pulled pork. I got tortillas. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I want that. But lucky for me, like Mika actually had the pulled pork as just kind of the pork. It wasn't like slathered in sauce. They, they cooked it with some sauce, but you couldn't tell. It just tasted like, like pulled meat, which was great because I didn't have to worry about sugar. Um, you know what I mean? Like if it's slathered in barbecue sauce, you know, base for barbecue sauce is ketchup. Ketchup is basically just corn syrup. Corn syrup is basically just sugar. Um, so lucky for me, it, it was kind of like just the meat it was still cooked. Nice. I was able to actually just take a little bit of the meat on the plate. Have, have a little bit of that, right? Protein, keto friendly, no problem. Explain to everyone. Hey guys, I'm doing this thing. Oh, that's not healthy. Not sustainable. Ugh, blah, 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 blah. Doctors, nutritionists, kinesiologists, all that shit. Um, and then I was just like, yeah. And again, and even Crystal, you know, we talked about how hangry is a thing. And Crystal was there saying like, even when I tell my colleagues about, you know, what Josh is doing, it's, oh, that's not healthy, not sustainable. So it was just that whole, like going through that again, it wasn't the end of the world, but it was nice to see everybody and have a little bit of a conversation. Um, Mika and, uh, and Jimmy was also there, uh, you know, happy belated birthday to Jimmy, even though I wished it to him uh, in advance. Um, Jim had his birthday, you know, uh, my two, my two closest fellows guys, there's an episode with Jimmy and Mika on the podcast where we're just shooting the shit. So feel free to go back and listen to that. But, uh, my, my two closest buddies, um, I don't get to see them very often. I don't even get to talk to them very often. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we had some nice times. It was nice to see the, the, their wives, Alex and Mel. Uh, and it was nice having my, my lady there. So it was just, you know, the, the kids, the kiddos, our kiddos didn't want to come with us and thank God they're teenagers. Their kids are like, uh, you know, a few years old. I don't know. I don't know. They're all three and five, whatever it is. They both have young pairs of children, older males, younger females. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just funny. Their kids are like passed out on their lap and stuff like that. And they're like, Oh, we got to go. These ones are tired, you know? And it's just like, Oh, they're going to be years before. Like I'm, I'm loving traveling with crystal. Um, 
I'm loving that, that this summer we're hoping that we can actually book a trip with the kiddos. Um, so that would be amazing to be able to actually travel with our kids instead of being like, Oh, we can't travel cause we got to find babysitters. We got to do this. We got to do that. I'm, I'm just so excited to, um, to travel with the lady and to be able to travel with the kiddos. I think it's gonna be a shitload of fun. Um, and then finally Saturday, um, was my nephew Avery's birthday, my brother's kid. Um, and, uh, went shopping for him. I know he's a fan of Thomas the train. He, he likes trains. He likes puzzle kind of things. And, uh, he uh, just recently found out that he's into Peppa Pig. I think Peppa Pig's been around for a while, but I don't know anything about it or her or him or whatever the fuck Peppa Pig is. But I was like, okay, I got puzzles. I got trains. I know he's into trains, loves trains. He loves, uh, like construction stuff. They got him like a little kind of backhoe thing that he sits on and you can two levers where you can actually control the scoop. So he's been having fun with that at the park. Um, so I'm like, okay, I went out. Um, I went to a few different stores. I went to a Walmart just cause Walmart's big. And I know they have usually a relatively large toy section. I went to a Walmart. Their toy section was a fucking disaster. Um, I found some construction stuff, kind of like the old Tonka toys. Only these were like Caterpillar brand cat. Right. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to just buy him one of these things because odds are he's already got it. Or maybe someone's got it for him. Like my brother doesn't do a great job of communicating with me and giving me a ton of stuff to work off. So not to shit on him, but I was like, I was kind of going in with just like, okay, construction toys, Peppa Pig, Thomas, the train and, and kind of puzzles. So I was like, all right. Looking around, honestly, I spent a long time. I went up and down the aisles and I wasn't just going to be like, okay, this is Tom. like, first off, I didn't find any Thomas, the train stuff. All right. Cause that's been popular since I was little, but no Thomas, the train stuff. Couldn't find it. I'm like, I can't go on Amazon. It's like the day before. I never, I didn't even know if we were going until like not long beforehand. So I didn't have enough time to chance it to Amazon. And so I'm just like, I don't want to just get him something that I'm sure he's already got, right? You don't want to just be like, look, there's a Thomas lunchbox or there's a Thomas whatever. Same with the Peppa Pig. I found a Peppa Pig on roller skates, only the way the plastic was molded, it looked like the legs didn't move and they weren't like, like in a V, right? Like you're skiing. They were like literally like one leg in front of the other, but the legs were together, like one piece of plastic. So I'm like, it doesn't move its legs back and forth. Like it's skating. It looks like it's just on skates. It's a solid piece and you just kind of like roll it on the ground. Like it's. You know, like when kids go rolling on Healy wheels, they got one foot flat and one foot up. It was kind of like that. And it would just, you'd just be pushing it. It's like, okay, so I'm just pretending it's kind of rolling. Anyways, it looked stupid. And I'm like, he's not going to, you're going to get so bored of this thing because it doesn't do anything. You just roll it around. So I went a few other places, really not a lot of options for like kids toys, even like everything's like pop figures and stuff. So I was just like, ah, I don't, I don't dig this. So I, I went to a few different places and I actually went to this place called mind games, um, you know, and, uh, and I found almost immediately, I found a Harry Potter train that was like one of those 3d puzzles. And I was like, okay, now this is an engine. It's got the coal cart behind it and it's a puzzle. It's a little advanced for his age, but I'm like, maybe it's something that, that him and my brother can do together. And, um, and they'll be able to, you know, like he'll be able to play with it when it's done because it's not like a fragile thin puzzle. It's like larger pieces. So I go, that could be something for him. And I'm fairly certain he doesn't have it. Um, and then, uh, I was looking around some more, like, again, I, I looked at a lot of things before I settled on this train puzzle. I was still wasn't sure cause it was Harry Potter. I'm like, I don't think he's into Harry Potter, but I like, I liked how this train looks. It looks cool. And it looks like a nice fun puzzle. <coughs> Excuse me. And I, um, I looked around some more and honestly, and I just like, I turn a corner and there's one Peppa Pig plushie there. 
big, you know, one to two feet tall, Peppa Pig plushie, nice and easy. He's a little kid. He's three. He's, you know, stuffies and the thing he likes. I'm like, this has got to work. Um, so we went to his party. Luckily he did not have a Peppa Pig plushie. My brother even sent me a text message later saying he loves his Peppa Pig. He went to sleep with it tonight. Loves it. Um, someone actually got him a plushie backhoe. So a fucking, you know, bulldozer backhoe plushie, which was kind of cool. Um, he liked this train. He's like, wow, wow. Like, you know, they didn't open it up. There's other people there. Basically we went to the party. It was nice to see him. There was a lot of my, uh, I guess my sister-in-law, is that what you call your brother's wife? Uh, you know, my, my, my brother's wife, uh, Alexandra, her family was there. There's a lot of people there on her side of the family. Uh, my mom was there. Crystal was there with me. Um, so we got the stuff for, for Avery. There was a big party. They had put made up fajitas. Uh, was it fajitas? Like almost like tacos or fajitas. They had the stuff for them there. I, I partook in a keto version cause they had lettuce wraps. I was like, Oh my God. Amazing. So I put some pork in a little bit of chicken, a little sour cream, little cheese, right? None of the stuff that's, that's, uh, you know, carbs. So I got to, you know, have a lettuce wrap kind of taco thing. I was very, very happy. It was absolutely delicious. God, I miss food. Um, but it was a nice time. It was a nice little catch up with my brother. Nice seeing my mom, you know, albeit briefly. So like, again, it's a kid's party. It was fun. We got, we got to see my, my niece for the first time ever, Alice. Uh, she ever a cutie, big blue eyes, big blue eyes, very uh, responsive. She seems to be very responsive when everything's going on. She was playing with my beard at one point at both of her little hands and just grabbed my beard. She was being very gentle, but she was grabbing the beard and everything like that. But uh, very smiley little baby. It was nice. It was nice to see the cute kids. And I'm going to tell you guys, not all babies are cute. Um, and I know, you know that, and I know that a lot of you are too afraid to admit that, but not all babies are cute. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I don't think most babies aren't cute, but I think a lot of them, I think, I think more than half of them are not cute. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but there's babies in my life that I do not think are cute. I don't think there's anything against them as a baby. I don't hold it against you, but some babies are not good looking. Some babies are not cute. Some babies are weird looking. Um, some kids are weird looking and not cute, you know? not going to lie to you. I, I will not ad admit it to their face or to their parents' face because, you know, um, who wants to hear that? Hey, hey, you guys are both good looking. Uh, why does your kid look like a bag of smashed asses? You know what I mean? How, you know how hard it is? You're going to have to lie to this thing when it's like, why, why am I ugly? You're going to have to lie to someone you love's face and say, you're not ugly, even though, <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding. Or am I? Um, you know what I mean? Like you're going to look at your kid and go, Ah, you're beautiful to me. Yeah, but he's not trying to fuck you. <laughs> ah, that's so funny. Uh, my kids are good looking, um, which is great. But Josh, they're not your genetic children. I'm aware. Uh, but I gotta be honest, even if they were, I think they would be. So, uh, you know, kudos to, uh, Aaron and Alexandra, uh, for having a couple of good looking kids. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're cute kids. And I think they're going to, they're going to grow up cute. They have great little personalities, uh, already. So yeah, that was my week. All right. I went shopping. I, I had a, you know, spent some time with the beauty, went, went, uh, you know, nephew birthday shopping. It was tough, but I landed on the Peppa pig and the, the train. He seemed thrilled with them. So I, I feel like it worked. Um, I certainly did not just buy the first thing that I saw. I literally tried to make it uh, special. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, that was my week gang. What's going on with your week? Huh? What, how was your week? Contact the one man podcast.com. Let me know how things are going with you guys. Looks like a longer episode. I thought it was gonna be short. It's longer than most. Um, you know, I got this week coming up. I got a true earth activation. I definitely suggest you guys take a look at this true earth product. It's like uh laundry detergent sheets. 
uh, which is great. They don't use like most detergents. I don't know if you know this come in big plastic jugs. Uh, most of that is water gang. It's a detergent mixed into water. You're paying for water. Um, whereas these things are like sheets. It's like a, it's like a sheet that you just tear off. You throw it into the wash and then the water from the wash, uh, dissolves it and, and washes, uh, it's patented technology. There's funny little YouTube ads and things like that on it already, but I'm going to be giving those away for free this week. If you're interested and would like me to mail you a sample of one of these guys, what is that email address? Contact at one man podcast.com and say, Hey, send me some of these sheets. Uh, there's actually a code apparently on the, I haven't received the things yet. I gotta, I gotta pick up the truck and do all that shit later. But, uh, apparently on the back of the packages that were given away, there was even a promo code that if you go online and you order it like a subscription, um, it's, uh, they give you a discount code, uh, right on the back so that you can save money on your subscription. You can even buy it like a year at a time. And it comes in like a small plastic, uh, bag, which is all plastic. I don't, I don't think I'm right about plastic. looks like a small plastic bag. It's, it's like, uh, the size of a mailer envelope. It's not even very big and that can hold, you know, an entire month's supply of, you know, a, a few months supply, if I'm not mistaken, uh, cause there's like 32 loads in it. So if you're not doing a load of laundry every single day, I mean, that's, that's, that's quite some time with laundry. Um, but it's like the size of a mailer envelope. Imagine all the space that you're going to save and that envelope, when you're done guys, you can rip it up and throw it in the garden or compost or whatever it is. Like it's a, it is a literally a zero waste product start to finish. This product is zero waste. So it's called true earth. Uh, and I believe the website is www.truetru.earth. But you can just Google true earth, T-R-U and then earth. Um, but I'm going to be giving those samples away this weekend. I'm going to squirrel a few uh, away for myself because that's uh, the nature of doing these things. But uh, that's what I got going on with me, gang. I'm, uh, I'm excited to be uh, doing different products. Uh, I'm looking forward to going into the holiday season. I'm looking forward to traveling in the brand new new year. Right. 2023 first month. I'm out of here. But Josh, what's the trip? I will tell you with the lady. God damn it. Uh, when I record that old episode. So, you know, if you listen to them, you know, you join this podcast 10 years from now, I'm dead, but these podcasts are still there. Someone's paying for the fucking hosting as part of my estate. You've heard it in order. I already know where you're going, Josh. I already know you've already said it in a previous episode or maybe that episode, maybe I die tomorrow and I'm sitting here bragging like, huh, I did them all. I caught up. I had like 50 episodes to record that I haven't done. That's 50 hours. That's like two full days of my life just to talk, get caught up, not to mention all the, the, the you know, posting and shit. Anyways, guys have the best week ever. Uh, send me an email, go have fun, share whatever it is. Thanks for listening. Regardless. I appreciate you guys spending, you know, uh, your time with me. I hope that this was mildly entertaining. Um, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Behind it's fine all of the time Like sex on the beaches What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, what? Sucking on my titties like you wanted me Calling me all the time That Bondi check out my Chrissy Behind it's fine all of the time What else is in the teachers of peaches? Like sex on the beaches Uh, what? Huh? Right? What?